When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. All right, we're going to go through a Vikings to-do list here as we sort of, we're, we're, we're what, a couple months away, uh, removed from draft and free agency and Dalvin Cook stuff came out this week. So Vikings to-do list is on our list today on Purple Daily. On your list as a business owner should probably be partner with Federated. Federated Insurance is here to help Minnesota business owners. You are our community partners, our neighbors, our families, and our friends. And when you need Federated, Federated is here to help. You can visit federatedinsurance.com or call your local marketing representative to access trusted resources you may need during one of the craziest three-month periods of all of our lives. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. (laughs) You like that? Like Welcome into Purple Daily. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff producing here. Thank you to everyone who has subscribed to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash score north. We also have the Mackey and Judd podcast you can check out where we do things like action movie rewind, uh, cliche Mount Rushmore's, and uh, a lot of Vikings and non-Vikings discussions as well around the Minnesota sports landscape. Mackey and Judd, Apple, Spotify, and scorenorth.com. Judd, I'm going to throw it to you here to lead us through a Vikings checklist. We're sitting here. This is this is the middle of June, and this is ordinarily the dead period in the NFL. But it's it's not quite as dead because I feel like free agency, like the second and third wave of free agency, got put on pause. The Vikings oh, still have some cap room. They definitely did. The Dalvin Cook thing has mm-hmm. popped up. So as you're sorting through the Vikings to do list leading into let's hope training camp in late July, what's yep. on it right now? Okay, so uh, item one of a four point. I've got four things, Vikings to-do list, as we sit here, um, as we creep towards the middle of June, all right? Mm-hmm. One is clear. And this was, you know what? This was probably atop the to-do list before the news came out from the Delvin Cook camp and in their misguided way saying that he's going to hold out at the start of training camp if he does not get a new contract. This was on that list before. So, so it might have been item two, and now it's one, uh, but it's very simple. You go back to him. And you offer a new deal. And and if if you're the Vikings, the nice thing about this one is you have all the leverage as far as I'm concerned mm-hmm. at, at this point. The CBA makes it basically, it makes it stupid for him n- not to be uh, at training camp on day one yeah. because he would then be a restricted free agent after the 2020 season instead of unrestricted. But I think you go back to their camp right now and say, you know what, we're going to cut the BS in this time of pandemic. We're not going to negotiate. We're not going to go back and forth. We will offer you this, $10 million per year on a short-term deal. 
And that's as, and that's what I'm going. That that is as high as I will go. And if you if you don't want to show up next year, it's your right. But if you don't, with a running back's career, you're absolutely crazy. So so to do list one it is I've decided that I I'm not going to David Johnson thirteen mil per year, and I'm going nowhere near McCaffrey or Zeke. Elliott, who are 16 and 15 per year, respectively. I am going to $10 million per year on a short-term deal. I think it's very fair. That is to-do list one. And I can knock this off very simply because the answer from from Cook and his people is yes or no. So, okay, are you when you say $10 million a year for Dalvin Cook, a couple things off that. Yes, sir. That would make him the fifth highest paid running back in the NFL right there with Derrick Henry and behind David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Zeke Elliott, and Christian McCaffrey. So, all right. So, like that probably if if he stays healthy, that, it, that that's a pretty fair contract. But yep. with all the different circumstances, the NFL might look to slash a huge chunk of its salary cap off the books for 2021, thus compressing your roster and and the cap hits even more. Um, is that when you say ten million dollars a year? Is that something that you would feel comfortable with, Judd Zolgad? Because like to me the difference, but I'm I am anti thirteen million dollar contract. I am anti fifteen million like that. That's too much money in this current climate. Knowing that the cap's going to come down, knowing that he's a running back. Yep. Um, and I don't know if I see a huge difference between thirteen million and ten million. Like it's it's really not that much of a difference. Am I comfortable? Absolutely about this uh, potential offer. No. Can I sleep at night with this offer? Yes. Thirteen mil. I I can't sleep. And. Look, I understand. Stefan Diggs is gone. Now, Stefan Diggs is a receiver. Dalvin Cook is a running back. So they play different positions. But make no mistake, Gary Kubiak is largely designing this offense around Cook. I want Cook to be happy. 10 mil per year is incredibly fair. Ideal to me? No. But I but I can do that. And, and if this team is going to have the success that it expects to have in 2020, a healthy and that's a key word. Happy Dalvin Cook is imperative, very important. Now, again, the key thing I think I said was short-term contract. I'm not going five years. I'm probably going. I'm probably in age of pandemic going to offer him three years, but I think that that would be a fair landing point. But my point is this: this is not a negotiation. This is my offer, and if you are going to then threaten me, yeah. don't show up. And, and now, and keep in mind too, if he does not show up day one of camp and therefore goes from being four accrued years, unrestricted free agent, Phil at the end of 2020 to three accrued years. And he's restricted. I then slap next year, a first round tag on him. That is expected. According to the reports I've seen to be between four and five mil per year. Okay. So the negotiations done, I'm offering you 10. Yeah. You either take 10 or, or or make nothing in 2020, and then I put a tag on you in 2021 that's going to cost you, if you don't take my offer, between 5 and $6 million per year, I'm being incredibly See, fair. And I probably offer more of like a Melvin Gordon contract. I offer probably like an $8 million contract. I think he's better than Melvin Gordon, but I think there's other circumstances okay. in play here. And then I feel like in my head... I'm at least saving the difference between eight and 13 or eight and 15. And to me, that's another player. Like that's a slot corner. That's extra money to pay an offensive lineman. Uh, Declan, how much money would you feel comfortable giving Dalvin cook on an annual basis? I would, I'm comfortable giving him 10 to 12 million. I really am. I can go over 10. I don't want to go much over. 
it, but I, I can give him 10 to 12 million because I do think he's the exception to the rule. The problem is just the Vikings don't have the space and the resource to do it. Like if, if the Vikings had the cap space, I think it's a completely different conversation what we want to pay Dalvin Cook. And, I, and that's the tricky part. So I'm, I'm willing to pay this guy 12 to $15 million if there was all the cap space in that we had at our disposal, but the Vikings don't have that luxury. Yeah, it's, that's the thing. Like, if you knew for sure that the cap was going to stay at $200 million, all right, I could maybe swallow hard on like $10, $12, 13000000 million. If I, if I know what's coming down, yep. there ain't no way I'm paying that much money for a running back. And but we don't know. And, you know, when, when you're talking uh, 13 to 16, million dollars you have to play every game and he simply can't i think between eight and ten is incredibly fair and and look the player signed off on another cba that's incredibly stupid all right okay if i'm the vikings i'm going to use that against these guys every single time if you didn't like it go out but you took this and so every bit of as far as i can tell Leverage now is in my court if I'm the Vikings. So item one is get this done. All right, what's item two? Item two actually goes up to the highest, highest level of the Minnesota Vikings LLC. In other words, it goes all the way to New Jersey because this one lands on the Wilfs desk. Figure out if you are going to extend general manager Rick Spielman and coach Mike Zimmer. Are you going to extend them both? Are you going to extend one of, of them? And I would actually on my to-do list in my in my subheads to item two, gentlemen, in subhead A, I would actually right now probably extend Spielman and let Zimmer ride. And and for the first time, sever their um their jointness, their identity as being one, yeah. as being Rick Zim, I would sever that. And and if I liked what Rick was doing enough, and because he is he is is the guy who, when he sits down at the start of a day, has to think about not only 2020 but 2025. Um, so, item two goes to the Wolves. What are you going to do with your general manager and coaching? So I actually feel I feel more confident in the job that Rick Spielman has done putting together a roster than I do about Mike Zimmer going forward from this point. I think Mike Zimmer has done a really good job. He's definitely one of the 10 or 12 best head coaches in the NFL. The game has changed quite a bit, even in the six years or so that he's been with the Vikings, like just offenses have changed a lot and look at the quarterback landscape compared to what it was a few years ago and the mobility. And so it does, it does feel like the Vikings, if they don't, jump out in front of some of these trends in 2020-21. It does feel like the Vikings run the risk of falling behind. But, you know, that's where I give credit to Rick Spielman because he's been able to, through different iterations of NFL trends, like Rick Spielman, has, and, he, and he hasn't been perfect. Christian Ponder was one of the worst draft picks in franchise history. Matt Khalil turned out to be a train wreck. Like, he has not been perfect. But for the most part, Rick Spielman delivers a competitive roster that just needs, you know, at some point a franchise quarterback. If maybe and maybe Kirk Cousins turns out to be that uh, that guy that you feel comfortable with, but even he has to take a step forward. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel more comfortable if 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 it's just all right. Your general manager delivering a roster that can compete at a high level versus your coach molding everything and getting it to championship level. I give a little more credit to Rick Spielman than I do Mike Zimmer. Both have done a really good job. Both have flaws that have prevented the Vikings from getting on that championship level. Yep. And I actually feel pretty comfortable just going into 2020 
if everyone's cool, like, hey, listen, like, you guys are like, if you if we fire, you guys are going to get jobs somewhere else. I, I think everyone should feel comfortable for a million different reasons just going into 2020 and seeing what happens. I don't like my GM being a lame duck because I need to. And the the fact that Rick took uh, 15 players in the draft sort of speaks to the fact he is doing this. I need my GM to be very concerned about my future, too. Coaches in this league going in the last year of their contract is very unusual. But you know what? It's not the worst thing. Um, so I would look for the first time probably to split split these two apart. Mike coaches on the last year of his contract. Rick gets an, an extension. And you know what? If you win three games and, and have to fire Rick, he has to be paid off. Not the end of, of the world. But at some point in time, this does have to get decided because right now it clearly is not. Yeah. All right, what's what's item number three? Give me a little Gallahorn. Bring it on. Asking you shall receive. Bring it on. A little Gallahorn for me. That'll be a sound not heard <laughs> in stadiums this year. Oh, they'll pipe it in. They'll pipe it in. You know what? You're probably right. They probably will. All right, item number three of my Vikings uh, mid-June to-do list. Sign a veteran cornerback or bring back Everson Griffin on a one-year, incredibly cheap deal. This, look, guys, this is Filene's basement right now. There are guys out there who are going to have to play this year on one-year contracts that will probably blow our minds because they're going to be so cheap, right? Yeah. It reminds me of uh, who was the defensive, uh, Sheldon Richardson? Yes, defensive tackle had a great year, and yeah. same thing. And and in fact, I saw a report. I think it was from Josina Anderson of ESPN yesterday on Twitter that Jadavian Clowney now, who remains by the way unsigned, has gone back to Seattle to ask about going back there. And the Seahawks are like, absolutely. And guess what? Everything's changed. You ain't getting a contract nearly what we previously said it could be. So this is going to be true of Griffin. This is going to be true of the remaining cornerbacks. I mean, Jadavian, Clowney, and Griffin are still good, good players. So could you? All right. So you get like I would seven look at million to spend here. So yes, could you but, get could you get Clowney now for seven million? Jadavian Clowney is going you make to make that phone call. Jadavian, yes, and Jadavian Clowney and guys like that are going to end up with contracts that are going to be dirt cheap. But the point being is, pounce now. Like there's no. There's not going to be a magical, hey, if I just wait till August, yeah. I'm going to get a ton. Of, now, yeah, I, I some to, guys might hope that guys get hurt, but that's a dicey proposition. I go to Clowney and I, I play good cop with Clowney, okay? And that's probably not, that's probably unfortunate phrasing in the current climate, but you know what I'm saying, <laughs> I'm not, right? I'm not even, yeah, I, I say, all right, <laughs> listen, we only have $7 million. Yes, so, sir. like, we think you're totally worth 20 Absolutely. But we're not going to ask our current guys to take huge pay cuts and, like, we we hope someone gives you fifteen or twenty million dollars because you're a great player. Mm-hmm. But if the league has sort of screwed you over here in your mind, mm-hmm. we'd love to be the one year landing spot. We'll give you seven million dollars. You can prove your worth, and then you can go get yours after two thousand twenty. Use us. We'll use you. You use us. Yeah, one year. We absolutely. did it. With, look what happened with Sheldon Richardson. Yes. Let's make this thing happen. And and by the way, the Seahawks are on the schedule too, so you can. You can rip Russell Wilson limb from limb in that game for three hours, and quite frankly, we need help doing that. So violent. I know. I'm sorry. Why are you going to be so violent it's football, about this? Okay? It's still football. I don't want to rip him limb from limb. I it's like him. He's a nice quarterback. still football. All right, what's thing number four? That's all I got. Okay, four. A little Gallahorn, please. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 
Item number four. This is the simple one. You have to sign 15 draft picks. <laughs> yeah. Which is still go- going to be now. Those are pretty slotted, though, right? Those I mean, are like fairly you, sl- Yes. You, yes. you probably there shouldn't account be for that in your cap calculations. There shouldn't be a problem but, there. Yeah. So, so yes. Yes. Now, I am going to give you, I'm going to give you a little thought, a little more food for thought as well. And that this was previously brought up in a uh, Purple podcast that we did a, a few weeks back, but it very well could be on the to-do list. And Rick Spielman actually in a Zoom call yesterday was asked about this and, of course, deferred and said, I'd like to keep the topic on on um, social issues that we're talking about, so I don't want to address the football I- Wait, issue. Uh, let's pause there for a second. How often is it that you hear an NFL executive say, listen, I'd rather not talk about football. We're just going to keep this to social injustice issues and racial issues. Well, one, you don't. But two, but two, there's a reason why he didn't want to tackle, no pun intended, this question with the media. But internally, do you tackle it? Colin Kaepernick. Mm hmm. Colin, Ka- uh, do, do you I somebody? Here's the problem: like the cap space becomes a problem if you're at if, if you're asking me, you know, cap not a question. Who's the better backup quarterback, Colin Kaepernick or Sean Mannion? It's Colin Kaepernick. Yep. But if you're asking me, what's the best way to spend seven million dollars in cap space to help the Vikings in 2020? It's not Colin Kaepernick. It's it's either Everson Griffin, it's a hail mary uh, play for Jadeveon Clowney, or it's a veteran cornerback. There's still two or three of them sitting out there. I'm just I'm throwing it out there. Do you? Uh... Have that discussion. Do you talk about that? And Minnesota would be the market, and it would be, I would think, uh, I wouldn't say the whole the whole fan The fan base would be very split, quite frankly, on Colin Kaepernick. Uh, but I think like, if, if there is a time, now is a better time than a year ago, two years ago, four years ago for Colin Kaepernick to join an NFL team. And the symbolism that uh, I think that it would bring about here in the state of Minnesota would be, at very least, interesting. Uh, and at most, maybe even powerful. So, I, but again, like, and what from, a, from a football Kirk Cousins got hurt and he came in and helped you win a football game or two. Yeah, but again, like you only if you had if you had fifty million dollars in cap space and like, all right, let's bring yeah. Kaepernick in here for a couple million dollars and, and you just I'm you, with you, you on positional value needs. Yeah. Anyway, that was just a little extra taste, a little bonus for sure, for sure. Uh, so all right, those, are, those are four things on the Vikings to do list that they're going to have a busy, busier summer than maybe they thought a few months ago trying to figure out all these things. Hey, one one last point on the draft picks. Do you think that Ezra Cleveland opens the season at left tackle, his natural position, or do you think that Riley Reef opens the season there and Cleveland more likely is asked to try to transition to guard, which which would be, you know, that's not a simple transition. No. With, but which one do you think? I think Ezra Cleveland plays left tackle because with no offseason workouts, I, I really think to, to trust a rookie at left tackle mm-hmm. uh, is already tough enough. But to trust a rookie at a left guard position that he probably needs work and reps and just like, if I, I would put it this way, if, if he feels more comfortable at left tackle and the Vikings feel like he's more comfortable at left tackle to start the season, I know that it's the more important and more difficult position, but I would I would look to put him in a position where he feels the most comfortable to start the season. Agreed. So, uh, so that's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily. The four items on the Vikings to-do list here as we head into a summer that hopefully leads to training camp at the end of July, but we'll we'll keep an eye on all those things too. Thanks for hanging out with us. Purple Daily, youtube.com slash score north and apple, spotify, score north.com. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, bike plus, or tread. 
and take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.